decluttering, purging, clearing out is such a transformative, powerful, positive thing that will not only affect the energy of your physical space, but also your internal space. Like you will feel lighter. You will feel more in control. You will feel free. And I dare to say that having gone through that reckoning with myself, having opened the door, I actually feel more confident. This is a Soulfire production. You are listening to episode 111 brought to you by our friends at Advocare, a wellness company on a mission to help you look better, do better, and feel better. And guess what? You now get 15% off every time you shop. All you got to do is use Yes and 15 to get your discount. Link in the show notes to learn more. And oh, by the way, support this podcast every time you shop. So welcome back or welcome to the show. This here is a gin and juice series, baby, inside the Yes Am podcast where we explore addiction, sobriety, alcohol-free living, and what it looks like to live a high vibe life on your own damn terms. This is me, Judy Holler, your host, and I'm here with my gin and juiced wing woman, Miss Amanda Zayner. Amanda in the house. What's up? Hello. How are you all? Hello, hello. Okay, first of all, I gotta say, um, I'm kind of loving Gin and Juiced and our episode title now, this week, especially more than ever, because can we just say that Snoop Doggy Dog dropped the freaking <laughs> mic at the Super Bowl? I was so proud to be like a 1990s hip hop fan. What about you? I mean, it oh my was gosh. insane. It was so good. And you could tell, I think that my favorite part is that they were all clearly having so much fun. You know, I mean, sometimes you watch performers and you're like, okay, they're going through the motions. Like when Dre popped up out of that... um staged house and he rose up like you could literally feel the joy radiating out of him like they were having a blast and that made it more fun for us I can't even and that man is 56 years old straight on the ones and twos he was DJing from the top of that house it was so good Snoop just always looks like he's happy and catching a vibe probably because he's high as a kite uh speaking of a show on recovery and addiction but that is Snoop <laughs> I, that's him um, unapologetically go, he is unapologetically himself and there is no judgment here Mary J look good Eminem coming out with 8 Mile and I gotta say Kendrick Lamar stop it so talented that kid he the way oh my god he's a lyrical genius he's so 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 smooth but I gotta say um 50 cent where the fuck did that come from I didn't even know he was in the lineup yeah it was I felt the same way like it was a little strange maybe because he started upside down but you know what that song represents such an epic period of time that I was like okay fine it's your birthday it was fine (laughs) I'm so here for 50 he's a part of the death row family like I'm here for it and you know so I wanted to start by asking you tell me something good and 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 you I was gonna have you know and then we'd probably you'd probably after that ask me Judy tell me something good so I went first that's my something good because I I'm still riding the high of the Super Bowl halftime show. And I will 
I will never forget the magic that was <laughs> that moment. Yeah. And I'm so glad my stepsons and all the little, little youngins that hear me talk about Snoop Doggy Dog all the time. They like all were like, Judy, I mean, he was awesome. My phone was blowing up like the whole night. So it was just, I was glad there was no drama, no politics, no weirdness. Like they just went out there and did the damn thing. And the world needs that. So that's my something good. Amanda, tell me something good. Well, there are quite a few good things, but I will have to say mm. that I got to hang out with Judy Holler last week oh, in yeah, person. Yeah. <laughs> so fun. It was so good yes, to see you. It yeah. was. And I think that, you know, I feel like I see you all the time because we spend mm. so much time talking and being on Zoom and being on video, but like there is nothing like live mm. of live interaction and you know we're in a business that is is really based in live events and as you're with yes. people and you get that energy you're like oh my gosh this is why it's so important mm. yeah like snaps claps like everything <laughs> i could give you to that it was so good for the soul we went and saw yeah. a live show in like an actual theater we had dinner and conversation and the energy of the city and it was just so great and we laughed and we learned and it was awesome and you're right like that's a definite highlight I, like i'm yeah. so sorry snoop stole your thunder there but like <laughs> that's okay i would have picked that if there wasn't a halftime show this week so um and I, you know I, I love it. It was so great to see you as well. And, you know, it's funny. Amanda and I have been talking. We both have. So this is where we're going today in the show. We we both have had um, some major life changes kind of happen at, on a similar time frame, right? Like, I am in the process of a, a, a big move ac across the country, and Amanda has had a couple of moves over the last 12 months, 18 months, right? And so we wanted, so through this process, we just, you know, in our conversations, in between all the work we're doing, we're talking about the purge, the move, right? Mm. And this sort of addiction we have to shit, to stuff, to things, <laughs> to, to toys, to, to clothes, right? And to keeping up with whoever the fucking Joneses are, okay? So um, that's where we want to go today. So I, like I said, and some of you know this, and I'm going to do a podcast episode where I share a little bit more about what's going on in my life and why we're leaving Ohio and what is inspiring our move out west. But I'm in the middle of a move across the country, we're moving to uh, Scottsdale, Arizona from Hudson, Ohio. It's um, about a 36-hour drive all the way across the country, and we're going to be doing that at the end of, uh, well, the end of May. That's right. So I was going to say the end of the summer, but it's kind of the beginning of the summer. The kickoff but of the summer, end of May. But it's technically the end of, like, Scottsdale summer, you know, because you're pretty much moving there when the oven turns on, which is, like, epic timing. But, you know, um, we're moving. And... That's my story. And Amanda, you just moved. Like you just moved twice yeah. in the last six months, right? Or three times in the last six months. It's kind of yeah. kind of a bit of a There's story. There's been a lot of moving. High level. So yeah. So like I I moved into the first place I ever bought in 2006. And I lived right. there for the longest I ever lived anywhere. And I bought a house in 2017. 
mm-hmm. right before really I started working with you. So I bought this house and it was really new that it was my place. The minute I walked in, I was like, this is my house. And it initially didn't work out and I walked away. So, you know, we've talked about preparation and preparation for leaving my corporate job and coming to Hollow Worldwide full time. I sold that house and moved back into the condo that I had not gotten rid of. And, you know, it was a house. I had lived in a condo. It had a full basement with a giant storage room and a two car garage and a big old shed in the backyard. Mm. And oh, my God, when I was moving and I had only lived there for two years. So there was this definite measure of insanity by the time span that I had lived there and the amount of things that I had accumulated. The amount Mm-mm. of dishware, plastic Mm-mm. dishware, cactus Mm-mm. dishware, Mm-mm. cutting boards, um, for all of the many parties that I absolutely never hosted, um, right. down in right. shelving that I absolutely had to have that was perfectly yeah. labeled for all yeah. of the tablecloths and napkins, again, that I might have used once. And it was a really difficult experience to undo that. And it was really... You know, as I moved again, just recently, I moved out of the condo and kind of sold everything I own. I'll tell you this, and it sums it up. What really has struck me about all of this is that even though I felt so much shame and guilt, you know, my mom lives on a very low fixed income. And I looked at Amazon, and for the last year I was in my house, I had five-figure bills in Amazon, right? I spent over $10,000. Now, this is shit that I bought at one o'clock in the morning, generally, mm-hmm. right? When I couldn't sleep. And like, I throw out that number and I feel a little sick because I realize that that is a massive amount of money that pays mortgages and rents. And like, there's a lot of shame linked to it. But also telling the truth yeah. is really important because it's a real problem. So like, I talk about food and I've given up that that whole um drug and alcohol thing, but now I struggle with food and I most certainly struggle with stuff and shopping and trying to feel better on the inside with things on the outside, but as painful and shameful and embarrassing as that excess was. And as much as I even acknowledged and honored it, it definitely didn't stop me from doing Mm. it again. Holy shit. Yeah. 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 So... I know you're in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you just went there and I love how honest you are about it. And Mm. now you honestly make me want to, but I'm also kind of scared to go look at it. Um, See what I spent on Amazon last year. Like, obviously there's things we're buying, right? Like books and research and office supplies. And there are things, okay, that we, and I'm air quoting, need. Um, (laughs) Because I have to put like 8,000 stickers on every card and my pens, I have to have every color of the rainbow when I write things. And like, it is, right, like what what are we doing here? But I would Mm -hmm. love to go see, did you just like literally, is there a way to get like a spend report? Oh, no No, I just went back and I looked at your orders for 12 months. And like that was also part of the practice though. That was that. supposed to be a guardrail for me. Yeah. To be like, you that. know, because there's a lot of also, you know, yes, there are things that we need. And yes, I just moved. Right. So I ordered a ton of things on Amazon and Amazon packages arrived every day. And there were things that made right. that a much easier transition for us. That said, I'm confident that there were many packages that arrived and I was like, oh my God, why did I order that at two o'clock in the morning last night? Just mm-hmm. because I knew mm-hmm. I could get it today. 
you know? So Girl. it's more the behavioral aspect of it. Yes. It's not even about need. It's about literally ridiculousness. <laughs> okay. Stupid so this purchases. Like, stupid what? Shit. This so is how dumb. we knew. This is how we Gosh. knew we had to talk to you guys about this because I, so Amanda goes through this and she's <laughs> like, girl, and this is before I even start the purge here in Ohio because I'm starting to prepare because my keynote season's insane and well, we have a very busy virtual March and then I'm on, on the road. I'm, I'm, I have a pretty decent lineup yes. in, in April and May and I'm trying to move across the country in the middle of this. So your girl, a little bit of a control freak has like all the to-do lists on the board and I am starting to pack and like purge, right? Declutter. So, so Amanda's going through it and, um, she goes, girl, you, I got to tell you something. And this is when she had just first discovered when she was moving out of her big, the big house, right? The big house, not the apartment, not the condo. And with the one with the shed and the basement and all the things. And she's like, it's just disgusting and the shame and all the stuff and the boxes and boxes. And so I remember her talking to me about this. And in the back of my head, I knew upstairs I had this closet in Sean's bedroom that, you know, doesn't get opened. Um, and when I do my main closet <laughs> downstairs, this make me want to laugh. Oh, like, this is going to be so bad. It's not it's, funny. You know and I, I recognize you it. Know. And I want to say it's, it's not that I'm laughing. It's just that I'm no. like, oh my God, what is she about to say? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So there's this closet mm. and, and okay. So I will, I'm a very organized person. So I go through my closets all the time and I, you know, my closet, my main master bedroom closet. I go through it. I clean it out. I probably every spring just clean things out. And, you know, and, and then when I do that, they go up and all that, those clothes go up into the upstairs closet. Cause I'm like one weekend, I'm going to get everything and sell it. I will, um, you know, put it on Poshmark. I'll do a Instagram closet sale. I'll donate it to the church. I'll have my friends here in Ohio come over and have their daughters go shopping. And like, these are great things that I'm just over, but I've just over the years that we've lived here, it's been accumulating. So I'm like, I'm tackling the motherfucking closet. Okay. Scott's out of town. Nobody's here. I put on the music. I get the vibe going. I'm like, let's go. I open that closet and Amanda, mm. I shit you not. I took everything out of that closet in Sean's room I mean, this is like so embarrassing to even like, okay, so my shame, these are my, this is where, why we're doing this podcast episode, because addiction shows up in so many more ways than just drugs, alcohol, sex. (laughs) It is all the things and shopping is a big part of it. Right. And I think I can't be alone and whether it's shopping to clothes or just the stuff we accumulate, but this is my shame. I'm putting it out there. So I get it all out of Sean's closet. And I slowly start one by one going through everything, getting it on hangers, folding it. And I'm, start, I'm do putting everything into the guest bedroom next to Sean's and there's a whole empty closet. So I'm hanging, 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 folding, folding, folding. I get done with the process. The purge is complete. That closet is empty. This entire guest bedroom is the entire three level closet is full of clothes. Like you would think someone lives there. The bed has 32 pairs of jeans. Amanda, 32 pairs of jeans, 25 shoes. I don't know how many purses, Mm. swimsuits, 
God, swimsuits. What is it with me in swimsuits? Swimsuits and jeans. I mean, the, the amount of swimsuits I have. I, 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 I was mortified. Yeah. I was, I cried. I was embarrassed. I was pissed. You know, we've just come out of a really tough, and frankly, we're not all the way out of the trauma that was COVID and the financial yes. pain that has caused our business. And I was awakened. Yeah. We'll just say that. So I call Amanda and I was like, girl, we got to talk about this shit. Because I can't be alone, and I know I'm not. Oh, you're absolutely not alone. Okay, so moving isn't for the faint of heart, and neither is building any new habits. So whether you're decluttering, purging, breaking an addiction, or removing limiting beliefs, building new habits requires you to break old ones. It also requires you to try new things. So I don't know if I told you this, but I'm working with a personal trainer and a lot has changed for me. I am through that process, breaking a lot of old habits and trying to build new ones because I'm learning new things. And I have just learned the fact that I lose a lot of minerals and electrolytes every time I lift weights and sweat. And so do you, if you're sweating in any capacity, you're losing a lot of electrolytes and minerals in your body. And you need to be able to support that recovery. And now that I'm lifting weights, I'm needing to recover differently. So I'm using vitamins and minerals and carbs and electrolytes a lot differently these days. And Advocare's Rehydrate is helping me do just that. Their Rehydrate helps me maintain my metabolism, delays fatigue, and really helps me it says it in the name, rehydrate my body by reestablishing balance. So you got to go check them out. I would say rehydrates one. I have a few favorite Advocare products. They are a friend of the show. They are a sponsor of the show. And you'll hear me talk about a lot of really great Advocare products. But I would say first and foremost on that list is the rehydrate, especially now that I'm lifting those weights and working out regularly. So if you are on this journey as well, if you want to rehydrate your body and do that in a healthy way, go check out Advocare's Rehydrate. Build that new juicy, good habit for yourself. And guess what? Every time you shop, you get 15% off by using our code YESAND15. We'll see you in the gym. Okay, back to the show. I think so many people, you know, come to a place where they realize the excess, you know, like these are not, this is not anything that's a need basis. It's excess. Mm -hmm. And I think this is kind of exacerbated by what you mentioned. Like we've been in a pandemic mm -hmm. girl. I have so many pairs of shoes that I have acquired mm -hmm. in the pandemic and I yeah. went nowhere. Like it's I like, went why? nowhere. Same. For what? Like, what am I buying? I'm yes. buying dresses. Like I'm not even like wearing dresses. Like any, the jeans. I mean, I, I, 
And, like, I can even justify this for you because I'm like, okay, you're on video all the time. Like, I don't even take pictures, right? (laughs) So, like, I'm like, you're on Instagram, girl. You got to have different shirts and you got to have a new look all the time. I love (laughs) my clothes. But it's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And you start to look at it. You unpack it, right? And so that's Mm kind of what we wanted to do with y'all here today is really talk about it. You know, so when I, you know, what does it look like to unpack it? You know, where are Amanda and I with it now? What did we learn? learn and how are we moving forward from it so that we can be better not perfect but better and Amanda I've got to say that I did this exercise that this purge the closet situation I just spoke about happened I think I did that three four weeks ago but I picked in January, well, I picked it in December, that my word of the year was going to be restraint. And I knew on a lot of levels I needed to restrain uh, emotionally, um, you know, choice-wise, business-wise. I just need to really practice more patience in my life with myself and certainly with others and really overarching with the expectations the really tough expectations. And I put a lot of pressure on myself. And um, as I thought about that word, I was like, well, shit, I've known. See, we always know. We, it's always there. We, I knew. I knew I had a problem. I was just closing the door on the closet. Now, I didn't want to look at it, right? And, and I wonder if that's a metaphor, right? This, this, this visual you may have of my closet full of, of stuff covering up what I'm not willing to deal with. What's in your closet? What is your closet? Ooh. What is the thing you're not looking at, right? What's that thing that you just keep shoving into the back of your mind, into the back of the closet, hoping that one day it'll figure itself out? Because I'm here to tell you, until you like release it, until you honestly face it, mm-hmm. like literally face it, you can't repair from it, move with it, um, come out on the other side of it. So I'm grateful for that purge process, Amanda, because let me tell you something, I haven't bought shit. It has been a month and a half and I, there have been things I put in my cart and there have been, I have, I drive right by the stores. I have not bought one piece of clothing. For me, clothing's my thing. Clothing's yeah. my thing. I love to close. And um, anyway, what, yeah. what are we not looking at, you know? Yeah, I mean, like you said, it's addiction. You know, for me, it's this obsession. I mean, it, it is. It's obsession. It's always been like that, even since mm-hmm. I was a little kid. Do you remember Keds, the gym shoe Keds, and oh Tree Torns? Like, yes. they had Tree Torns had, like, different, like, patterns on their logo, for lack of a better way right. to describe it. So they had plaid or different colors. Mm-hmm. And I would be at school, and I would get in my head that I needed it. And I would obsess. 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 And, like, I didn't – I'm not – I wasn't a child that asked for tons of things, but if I had it in my head that I like mm-hmm. needed an all white pair of K-Swiss and I needed mm-hmm. them, like there was nothing that was going to help me remove that from my brain until it actually actualized, which yeah. is insane because I see myself doing it now, right? My philosophy in life is, hey, if one is good, one in every color has got to be better. Oh, that's my thing with jeans. Like you find one pair that fits, you go get them in every color. Cause I'm like, if this, if this look is, if that's making this booty look good, I need one in every color. And then what happens is, you know, they kind of are meh and then you yeah. are stuck with 10 pairs. So yes, you're right. Like that, 
relentless pursuit of getting what you want but it's like what's underneath that like so amanda here's what i was thinking about like okay take my shopping for example just like a drug and alcohol addiction I shop alone. Don't you fucking come with me shopping. I'm going to go shopping in my own way, on my own time. I'm going to spend what I want. I don't want anybody watching me shop. I don't like to shop with people, okay? I do it to escape other things. Uh, I will always, it's a trigger for me. If something stressful happens in my life, or even honestly, if something good happens in my life, one of my victory laps is always like, okay, go buy yourself something. You earned it. You deserve it. (laughs) And that's another thing, right? Like I get a huge dopamine rush and an endorphin hit when I'm doing it. And then I have that like shame filled crash after. Um, Sometimes I hide it. I I lie about it. Um, and I very often make excuses, uh, and I rationalize it. You know, I, I, I deserve it. I work so hard and, you know, oh, I'm a public figure. I have to take photos. See, I have to have this stuff, right? Like, you know, and really that's all but a bunch of bullshit. So it's like, what is it? Like when I think one more thing here, Amanda, like when I think of like, how this began and I get it's not just about shopping but we're so desperate to get what we want like I really relate to you there because I did the same thing I if I wanted something we had no money growing up so if I knew I wanted something then I was walking my ass in a famous bar and I was stealing it like I got so good at getting what I want and lying and covering it up and you know what I mean it became this and wow my goodness of course I you know don't steal from department stores anymore am I stealing other things what else am I stealing you know I'm obviously stealing money out of my own bank account my own wallet my sanity uh, my sense of financial security my peace of mind right I'm kind of stealing my joy so it is like yeah I know so I was sitting here when she was talking like covering my face because when I was thinking about talking about this as a topic I wrote down lies always lies to myself so many lies so it's not just about justification like it's also hiding so that Mm. is huge like let me tell you something I'm not married I don't share a bank account I don't nobody pays my bills but me nobody's asking me about where my money is going to be very clear and yet I have two addresses so mm. I will send things to different places and oh, right shit. for what for what yeah, because yeah. it's fuck because it's part of my addiction because that yeah. hiding that sneaky mm. sneakiness sliding, you yeah. know like it's a part mm-hmm. of what I like and I'm like why the fuck am I doing this like girl I want an auction I can't even whatever I you got, got on this it. website <laughs> oh shit And I won an auction. I won two auctions. And I immediately went into panic mode. First of all, I didn't actually think I was going to win. And then it was like going to go to my dad's house because my dad's address was in there. And I'm like, oh, my God, what if my dad opens these packages? Right. Oh, God. Like you're back in high school. What if he does? Right. Like you're a grown person. Your money paid for them. You know what I mean? But it's like this immediate like it's always also feeling like I'm a bad human. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So if like if, if my reaction is that <laughs> I'm a, I'm yeah. dirty and I'm bad, like why am I doing it to myself? Like it's so insane and I wish that I had this like great wisdom to share about Me how too. to fix it, but like all I know 
is that um, it's a real part of it's a it's just a it's a really it's really clear that I have work to do here because just like yeah. what you said when you said hiding and like that lot. I don't even want to say the it's lies. lying because it's omitting, right? It's conveniently mm. yes. making it easier for myself. And then I like it because I get to sneak in like open packages by myself. It's so fun to open packages. <laughs> like I love Why is this it. such a good conversation? I feel so much better. <laughs> okay, because you're not alone. This is why we had to yeah. talk about it. So we're here. We're bringing, I do. I love getting a package. It makes me so happy. And there are packages like Scott and I will find over packages. Like it's my package. No, it's your package. I'm like, give me my packages, and I'll be traveling on the road. I'll be like, did you put my packages in my office? Are they on my chair? So, like, one of my favorite things to do when I get home from a business trip is to look at all the things that are in my <laughs> office that I've collected. Oh it's so God. ridiculous, right? So dumb. But like, that's why we're here because a. So how do we move forward, right? Like, if yeah. this is you, um, and if this is you, is something else. I think there there's some cool cool takeaways we can leave you with. Number one. Yeah. We're bringing this up because we want you to understand that the way we heal is by first reckoning with the shadow side. Like if we don't deal with the tough stuff, if we don't reckon with our shadow side, like how do you think... I talk about fear. How do you think I even know how to talk about fear? It's because I have reckoned with the Frady cat that I have been most of my life. I grew up in a household where I was afraid most days, not just of a parent, but also of, um, you know, what was going to happen that day or, you know, will my friends like me? I am the the biggest Frady cat. I, I, I think people assume I'm this massive, courageous person. The reason I've gotten brave is because I've worked on it. And the reason I can talk about courage is because I've also done the work of dealing with fear. Amanda, it's why you can talk about addiction. You have right. you have gone through the reckoning. You are an addict. You've, you've dealt yes. with the shadow side of addiction. So you can now teach and support in the world of recovery because you have dealt with the darkness. Do you know what I mean? I, mean, or I guess we're still dealing with it, but you know... I think that's the thing. I think we deal with it every day. I think we choose yeah. all the time and mm-hmm. every day we're making choices. I, I There's a quote that I used to keep on my desk that said, self-discipline is learning to say no to oneself. And mm. I think we think of discipline as like doing something. And the truth is that true discipline is saying no. And you actually feel better. If I don't eat the cookie and I wake up the next day and I haven't done it, you feel better, right? Because you, feel you have, so good. right? You've, you've kept that contract with yourself. And, mm. you know, I don't think that you could have chosen a better word than restraint because I also feel like it's become a great example. And we talk about it in the mentorship, right? Like yeah. we, it keeps coming up and girl, the reason that it keeps coming up and the reason that that word is so relevant to all of us is because we're all struggling with it. Social media is pushing things that we don't know we even want at us all the time. And so just being able to pump the brakes in every aspect of our life and take a pause before jumping 
or moving or hitting the go button is really, really uh, beneficial. I mean, I've learned a lot from it and I see it every day because it's on some of our documents. (laughs) You're so spot on. Restraint, restraint. You're so spot on there. And you brought up the Instagram. I think this is another thing. Point two, number one, do the work. You have to reckon with the shadow side, right? Um, In order to come out on the other side and and really walk into the light. So it's okay. It's It's an understanding. It's a truth. It's a reality. So mine is shopping. Amanda's is food and some Amazon shopping as well. Yeah. We've we've all got our thing in Instagram. I mean, it, she brings up Instagram. Let's talk about that. You know, this is why restraint and the pause is so powerful. I think another tactical thing you could do is um, really think about that pause button um, because Instagram is an addiction in itself. And now that addiction is feeding other addictions, whether it's the addiction to um, shopping, whether it's the addiction to um, comparison or the addiction to my goodness, love or lack of love or whatever it is. I mean, we have stimuli coming at us all the time. So, Step two, number one, reckon with your shadow side. Open the closet. Take a look at it. Number two, <laughs> number, open the door, pun intended. Open the damn door. What door needs to be opened and looked at? Reckon with it. It's okay. You are not alone. Number two, hit that pause button. Hit yeah. that pause button. You know, and maybe you take on the mantra of restraint like I have. Borrow it, steal it, use it. Or you can take Andrea Owen's advice. When she was on our show, remember she (laughs) said about what she says to her dog? Put it down, put it down. She says, I'm saying to my dog all the time, put it down, you put that down, drop it, put it down. Honestly, Amanda, ever since she said that to me, that is the pause button I'm hitting. Like I will literally, just last night, the shampoo that you got me hooked on that Orbe shampoo Orbe oh, is that I'm the sorry, girl Orbe, that stuff yeah. is the so I can't I had I girl I have five bottles of shampoo in my thing I'm good I, I'm, I'm stocked up dude I have shampoo in my cart but, on Amazon right now for what my mom does what? hair I can get it at like cost I can't and I will buy I oh my god because I don't want him to know I have more shampoo <laughs> oh my god you can't right <laughs> so step two When you put that shit in your shopping cart or you go to tab the drink or the thing or send the DM to the person that you shouldn't be DMing, you say to yourself, and I'm slapping my hand, put, you put that down, you put, you put it down, you put, stop that, you drop it, drop it, drop (laughs) it. That's literally what I say to myself. And I dropped it, girl. I was so proud of myself last night. I bought none of that shampoo and I have like the best little, um, I, I got some like wipes from bliss and all these like fun things and makeup and I didn't buy any of it none of it none of it none of it I'm like I have plenty of makeup removers for my eyes I have plenty of shampoo when I am halfway through my final bottle guess what I'm gonna do go buy some so restraint pick a mantra hit the pause button and you tell yourself to drop it whatever it is speak to yourself in that way if you need to I mean those are the conversations I have with my fear too right just literally talking to it it's great advice. It's really, yeah. really good advice. Literally, and it works. It's, like, it's, say it out loud. There's something powerful about saying it out loud, too. Like, don't do that. Right? Yeah, like, don't you do that. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, use what you have. And, like, then there is this really, this other part of me that's, like, it's, 
you know, we talk a lot in the world about like honoring things. And it's like when you don't have any space, you realize like I don't actually need six bottles of shampoo um, and I don't need Mm -hmm. any backups because I can get Amazon delivered tomorrow between 4 a.m. and 8 a.m. I promise you. Right. Mm -hmm. So this idea that like we have to have bounty like Mm. there's a really there's some really good books on minimalism. And one of the things is just replace what is needed and necessary and it saves you money like why do i need i want different shampoo by the time i got to get one out of my closet same same (laughs) i've moved on i have moved on from that brand (laughs) move on like you get over it and then you're stuck with it right so i think it's open the door to what you're you're not willing to look at there's so much power in that you know practice restraint um maybe that becomes your word hit that pause button literally tell yourself to drop it like you would a little puppy but here's the thing i think we need to end on amanda um i think we need to end on the positive flip side to what you and i have just been through um because while shopping and addiction is And the addiction to shopping and stuff is a real problem. Decluttering, purging, clearing out, taking inventory is such a transformative, powerful, positive thing that will not only affect the energy of your physical, like I have goosebumps, like it will not only affect the energy of your physical space, but also your internal space like you will feel lighter you will feel more in control you will feel free Mm -hmm. and i dare to say that having gone through that reckoning with myself having opened the door to my closet and dealing with my shadow side my addiction my darkness i actually feel more confident which empowers me, right? And I don't yes. know if you feel that way, but I, I recommend everybody. I don't care if you're listening to this right now and you just decide I'm going to go declutter my kitchen drawer or I'm going to go tackle um, the junk drawer in my mud room. Like do one thing. It will make you feel phenomenal. Like your phone, decluttering your phone yes. and the photos and organizing. <gasps> Momentum. It's a game momentum happens so quickly and like okay so it's winter i mean some of you might live in a climate where you don't have snow and salt and ice but like cleaning your car running your car through an automatic car wash Mm. can do amazing things for your spirit sounds insane but like just that and then what do you want to do you want to clean the inside of your car then you have a clean Mm -hmm. car then you want to walk in like it kind of it's a snowball and it builds upon itself and you know there's a lot of people that say oh it doesn't bother me i i just simply believe that people have learned how to deal with their own clutter but everyone feels better um everyone feels better when there's there's order around them yeah Um, i mean there is just a fact there's some pretty serious science around this by the way like clutter is clutter stuff the accumulation of stuff and listen life is crazy we're gonna have good days and bad days okay you know you're gonna come back we're not talking about like being OCD or a complete psychopath. We're talking about, like, I'll never forget Oprah saying this, like, years ago, okay? So maybe a, two decades ago on her show, she said, "My," she goes, I, ever since I was a young girl, she goes, I have always treated my home and my immediate space, this is before she had Oprah money, 
as a sanctuary. Yeah. A sanctuary. It is my most treasured, important space. And she's like, and that was even if I had a four by four desk in a crowded newsroom, that was if my office was on my kitchen table. Like she made sure that her space honored who she wanted to be and what she believed she was worthy of. And I never, ever forgot that, you know? And it makes sense because science, here's what it does. Here's what clutter and all the crap that has been sitting up in my closet, here's what it's been doing to me. And here's what it'll do to you as well. Number one, it overstimulates your your senses, which leaves you exhausted and tired. And we do not need to be any more overstimulated or exhausted or tired, right? So all those piles are stimulating, revving up your senses. It's also distracting your attention, which is a problem. And fear loves when you're here because what is fear love? Fear loves when you're not focused because when you're focused, you get shit done and you change and you amplify the quality of your life. So if we're distracted, ooh, fear can get in there and fuck around, (laughs) right? So clutter distracts your attention and keeps you unfocused, right? Um, Number three, it manipulates your mind into thinking your work is never done. Like Amanda, Lord knows we do not need to think our work We have so much to do. There's always so much to do. But when you see piles and emails, like how about an email inbox full of thousands of emails, right? That you just don't know what to do with. Like, dude, it's causing overwhelm. It's distracting you and it's manipulating you into thinking your work is never done, which number four causes anxiety and number five distracts your mind from being creative and productive. And that is how you boost sales and drive results in your life. If you are running a business, if you are on a team, if you have to earn money in any capacity, if you are running the household, if you're the CEO of your home, we're all the CEO of our home, this body that we live in. But really, truly, if you have an an earning role in any capacity, we need you focused. We need you uh, creative. We need you productive, right? Because how, how will any of it work? So, yo, it's, it's a big deal. So whether it's the addiction to shopping or the things, the doors were not opening or the clutter, that fear is using to distract us. It's a conversation worth having. It's something worth investigating for yourself. And most importantly, I think what Amanda and I are trying to encourage you to do is do what we did and open a door that you are a little nervous to open because you're not sure what's going to fall out. But let me tell you something. This is why it's our mantra. When we open those doors, even if they're doors that make us nervous and we don't like the door and we're going to feel some shame on the other side, we open it anyway, because let me tell you, and Amanda, I can honestly say I am a different woman on the other side of me dealing with that closet. And honestly, it's so much more. It's not just about the clothes. It's about me forgiving myself. Oh yeah. It's about me being brave enough to look at it. And it's about me moving the fuck forward. We begin again. And there you have it, folks. Fuck. <laughs> there we have it. <laughs> we got a mentorship. Uh, what do we tomorrow night with the mentorship, our members? So um, that's going to be fun. We're talking about limiting beliefs tomorrow night in our mentorship. 
And clutter oh. honestly is a limiting belief. So it this is a limiting all kind belief. of ties together mm-hmm. and all of these tools and all of the process and the cleaning mm-hmm. out and, and the cycles of all of this is really what we talk about essentially in the mentorship. And it's just mm-hmm. being human. <laughs> these amazing. are all things that we need to just it's do to be human. Shit. Yes. Well, listen, if you're here right now and you are like mentorship, what you got to join my mentorship. It's our house of and mentorship. It's a chance to get to work with me and Amanda every month. I mean, we have an incredible group of human beings. I'm we obsessed do. with them. Dude. I mean, if you do the math, like Okay, first of all, if you are like, what is it? We will put a link in the show notes. Go learn more. And if you're like, eh, I don't know, babe, try before you buy. Just go over there, put the little mentorship in your cart, buy the bundle, okay? And then use the code open the door. It's going to comp you out a free month. Come try. Come try it. But listen, if you try class, say say you take um, the free month for March because this will air. So your free month is like in March. Okay. That means April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December, you would have nine months left with us. It's $49 a month. So Amanda, do you have a calculator by you? What is nine times 49? Nine times 49 is $441. Dude, you have spent more than that on Amazon. <laughs> okay? No doubt about on it. Crap on Amazon. No, this is a coach, a live coach. You investing in yourself and your life. I was thinking about that. I'm like, my coaches are like five figures, and to work with me one on one is f- over five figures. So, for almost not even five hundred dollars, you get the chance to invest in yourself and come play with us and hang out and have fun and get premier access to our live events when we start doing them. I mean, only our members can come to this. So guys, if you're looking for coaching, if you're looking for love, if you're looking for encouragement, if you're looking for community and truly, if you want to be in the energy of what we're creating, this is most certainly in the house of Anne, this is for you. So um, we're talking about limiting beliefs tomorrow night. And I think in March, it's not a hundred percent sure, but I think in March we're talking about mental wealth, mental fitness, and the mental fitness practices that we can use, like the tactical shit you can do every day to like stay out of the weeds and really live into your life. So I'm telling you, I love it. I love having these conversations, you know, and the mentorship is just another place very similar to the podcast where these are conversations that continue. And, you know, there are people in my life that if I was like trying to talk to them about the purge or uh, limiting beliefs, they would be mm -hmm. like, no. Mm-mm. And the people in our community, we could have these conversations every single day, all day long. So that's it's why it's so amazing. Fun. You got to be around people like minded. You have to be around people trying to go where you're trying to go. And it might not, might not be the same destination, but man, that right. journey to get there of self discovery is very similar. So. Yay. We got moms and teachers and entrepreneurs and all kinds of cool stuff and CEOs and C-suites and boss. We got like everything, which is so dope. Plus, it's really cool. And selfishly, I'm like, Amanda and I are like, if we ever need any help in the business, it's like, I'm going to the community <laughs> first because we've got so many freaking rock stars. Like, you need to so hire many. someone for something. There's They're probably in our community. Anyway, obviously, you can tell we're hype. But I, I really hope you found value in this conversation, you know, if you, the, the biggest thing you could do to support us, this podcast and the work we're doing, um, share it. Oh my God. If you shared this podcast with someone you love, it would mean the world to me. Um, my God, you get bonus points. If you, if 
feel it in your heart to leave us a review. Um, we'll link up to everything in the show notes, the mentorship, Advocare. Um, but but good, my goodness, we, we love you. If you are in this place of trying to find the confidence to open a door that or a closet that you aren't brave enough to open, maybe this is going to encourage you to go open it for yourself and then heal on the other side of it. But we are walking that path with you. We're so, so glad you're here. And we can't wait to see you on the next Gin and Juice. Um, talk to us as always. Instagram, you could DM me anytime. Email us hello at judyholler.com. And I think that's all I got. Anything else, Amanda? Is that our show? Is that a wrap? That's it. That's a wrap. Is that a wrap? And scene. <laughs> what if we like ended every show? You know how I'm I smart. love that. They're yes. like, bye. Right? Okay. Maybe ours needs to be and like we have to like find the and scene is that is that That's good it. or is that stupid yep. no like, i like and it then, it's so improv end. end scene so, right and scene <laughs> and then okay anyway we'll get we'll get better about this you guys we'll get better um but yeah and scene <laughs> <laughs> goodbye <laughs> bye everybody